Welcome to another episode of Mortgage Marketing Secrets. So this is the show where I just kind of like share my thoughts each and every day about marketing, social media, um, dig- you know, digital marketing, and you know, building a mortgage business and brand in 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 uh, in the kind of financial services space. Just noticed a massive spider right above my uh, right above my head. So that's wicked. That's going to drive me mad the whole time we're recording this now. <laughs> but it's fine. So today I want to talk about um, why you don't need to spend lots of money on on you know on your marketing starting out when you're a mortgage broker it's something that i just wanted to share talk about i've spoke about this a lot of this stuff in my longer form podcast the mortgage marketing podcast as opposed to this one which is just my short daily show but um, i'm unpacking them a little bit and just sharing it with you so i definitely have experienced that brokers feel like they need to have all the best gear and spend a lot of money when they first start out in this marketing space on social media. I've definitely experienced it myself. I know I did. Um, and I know from enough conversations with advisors that they feel the same way that they feel like they need to, they need to, um, very much, you know, talk about and share, uh, sorry, talk about like have all the best gear that they very much feel that way. And I, I know that's common <clears throat> a little breath. And so I wanted to, um, kind of, dispel this myth because it's not true. So I have a very specific feeling on this. If you are a brand new advisor, let's say you're starting right out right now. And I know that quite a lot of you who listen to me, quite a few people are new advisors. You're just starting out. And so, uh, which is great. Well done. First of all, that's really good. Um, thing to point out with this is that like, you don't need to, when, when you're starting out, you're very much, your focus should be on cash flow. And I'm a big believer of this. Your focus should be solely on cash flow, getting enough money for you to be able to either if you're starting out and you've got another full-time job and you're trying to, you know, replace that full-time job, that should be goal number one. And, um, or it is to try, you know, or to try and get an income to support your family. That that's fine. I get that. So that should be your number one focus. And if you're not, if you're, if you're, um, spending money on things like say new fancy cameras, so, you know, fancy cameras like this or, um, or, or, or microphones or anything like that. It's not, it's not stuff that you, you need to spend your money on because you don't have the money to do that. The other thing to remember is, is that's very similar with, um, coaching and consulting. And yes, you're listening to my podcast right now. You're following me as a mortgage marketing coach, but you know, if you are starting out right now, I'm not your guy. I am your guy. That's what this, this episodes are for, but I'm not your guy to work with one-to-one because you don't have the money right now. And that's okay because you will have the money in the future. That That's going to come. That is going to come, just not right now. And that's why I don't think you should spend a lot of money at the beginning. I think you should be very frugal when you start. I know that I was, and it's what set me up for success. I think that we often feel like we need to, and we don't, that we just don't. So focus, like there's enough free resources out there, and your content can be good very much with a, a small, just, just little tweaks without having tons of tech and gear. Now I'm going to break down in this episode a little bit about that, about the gear and the tech and what it is that I use, because there is a, there is an element of what it is you want to go down. So the first thing to point out with this is, um, when it comes to making content, you need to decide what setup you're going to have. Now, are you going to be a mobile creator? And this is really important to understand either a mobile creator, that's somebody who makes content on their mobile phone, or a, um, a desktop creator, that's somebody who makes content via a desktop. This is, there are two very different things, and they both have pros and cons. 
Um, but knowing which one you go down will determine, like I would say, I advise clients with this and I'd advise everyone to learn which one you're going to go, decide which one you're going to go down on day one. Now, some people will go down, often people start on mobile because the barrier to entry is lower. So I get that. But the skill is very different. The two of them are very different. I am, I originally for many years was a mobile creator from 2015 up until I'd say 2021. I was a mobile creator. Like that's what I, that's what I did. Um, and, and only really worked on mobile. And then I made that move in 21 to desktop. Um, and now we're now, now 2023 and I've spent the last maybe 18 months now really, um, honing in my skills on desktop and my desktop setup now is, is quite, um, it's, it's, it's a complete content creation setup all for that. But I made the decision. I don't make any more content on my mobile phone now. Now I have clients that do both because I can teach you how to do both because I, I play around with both. My wife is a mobile creator, so she's a content creator. She makes content on her mobile. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a content creator and I make content on desktop. Why am I saying this in regards to you don't need to spend much money? Well, because you, when you go into this space, you both of these are affordable. It's just knowing which one you're going to go down. The most, the cheapest one to do when you're starting out is going to be mobile because you have a phone and there's free editing apps. However, the, and the pros to that is that you're able to make content on the fly, that things look good and, it, and it's easy to do. It's much easier. The cons to it, however, is that your scope of um, scalability. So if it's a skill set, like the cons very much start to prove themselves when you want to start, when you're starting getting better at it. So, um, that they are very much like you hit a ceiling. There's a reason why it's cheaper. The barrier to entry is lower and it can be very expensive if your mobile is also backed up with all of this. You've got to have fat, expensive phones and it can be quite expensive. Whereas with desktop, realistically, it's, um, it can be quite expensive set up, but once it's up and running, um, you can, uh, you can, you can really get off to the races with it. But the reason why I'm saying this is this is, I think the question that comes up a lot in this thing about well, how much money should you spend it comes up all the time. Um, and it comes back to this whole thing of you do not need to spend lots of money. You really don't. If you've got a laptop with a webcam, that's more than enough. Now, yes, I'm currently filming this on a DSLR camera, not DSLR mirrorless camera. I get told off for that. Um, but you don't have to. If you've got a webcam built into a computer, you can make content. If you've got a, you know, like a camera phone of any kind, you can make content. It doesn't have to be perfect. Done is better than perfect. And when you're starting out right now to get to the level of visuals that you want, the cost, both in money and time, is something that most new advisors don't have. So I would rec recommend that if you're starting out, you're a brand new advisor, the first thing I would do is just focus on cash flow. Think about that income level you need. I normally say to advisors, I won't, don't normally like to work with any advisor that's not turning over more less than 60 grand. And the reason being is I think that that's a good amount of money as a business to start reinvesting. Um, and I think you, I think most, I actually do believe most advisors can reach six figures on the mo In fact, I think every advisor can reach six figures on a mobile phone and listening to my content and maybe buying the blueprint, the mortgage, uh, mortgage marketing blueprint, um, which is this thing here, not, not a plug, but if you bought the blueprint, do you feel like you're winging it with your marketing and business process? 
Well, we have your back. The Mortgage Marketing Blueprint has been created to give you a step-by-step process that maximizes your chance of lead generation, client referrals, and online brand awareness. Use code MMP15 for 15% off and start taking control of your brand now. Let's get back to the show. That blueprint, I actually believe any advice. I think every advisor right now in the modern new age world needs that and a a, some form of recording device and they'll be off to the races if you listen to my free content and do that i think you can make 100 grand um and i think and you definitely can hit that 60k kind of minimum cap that i'm looking for for minimum clients to work with me um so there's no space so it doesn't really matter but it's one of those things so it's um but that's what I think. That's my kind of take on this right now. In today's episode, these 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 podcasts are more me just sharing my thoughts around things in the industry. And so be subscribed to that one. And do, if you want to know more about the gear and setup, check out the Mortgage Marketing Podcast, which is um, my long-form show that's like an hour long. And they're normally one to two episodes a week coming out on that. We've, we've had a load recently, so there's interviews and everything. It's all there on the Mortgage Marketing Podcast. Anyway, guys, have a wonderful day, and I'll see you tomorrow, okay? 